Hey there, Kimberly Olson here, also known as the Gold Digger Girl. I'm a best-selling author, self-made millionaire, top recruiter, network marketing coach, and branding ninja on a mission to inspire you to get lit in your business and set your soul on fire. Join us as we dive into the action-oriented strategies that are going to allow you to scale your online business and create simple systems that duplicate. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of The Gold Digger Girl. My name is Kimberly Olson, and I'm so excited because I've got my girl, Nicole Kramer, here to interview because you guys, like we probably are gonna turn this into like a retreat at some point and be together and sharing nuggets of wisdom because we had some time before the show to chat and I'm in love and obsessed. So welcome on, Nicole. Do you go by Nicole or Nick? I go by both. Okay, people call so, me. Okay. I have a show okay. on Facebook group called Nick at Night, so a lot of people use Nick. But Nick, okay, Nick. cool. So Nicole Kramer is how you are on social media. If you guys want to look her up, and yeah. we'll put your details below. Okay, well, welcome on, Nicole. We're so excited to have you. Yay! Thank you so much for oh having me. I'm gosh. so excited to be here. I'm so excited. So we were we've connected. We are pretty much twins. So y'all, if you love me, you're gonna love Nicole. <laughs> but my favorite thing amongst a million things I've just learned about you is that. A lot of you listening have asked me, like, how have you made these quantum leaps in your business? And I, if you, you don't know my story, Nicole, but I overcame a really strong alcohol abuse problem three and a half years ago. And so in order to do that, I actually had to work on my mindset and transform that and was able to, you know, finally break that, that cycle. And so I had this big mindset transformation, but then obviously the money followed eventually when I caught up to it mentally with money mindset. So a lot of girls ask me like, how do I make more money? Like, how do I tap into, you know, the mindset work? I know I need to do it. And I think that they think it's sitting on a mat and meditating. And it's not that, in my opinion. So what I would love for you to do is introduce yourself uh, so they can get to know you a little bit better. Um, tell us a little bit about you and what you do now. And we're going to be talking about the, you know, take that, take that leap. And then that will appear. It's taking that inspired action, following the breadcrumbs as you talk about, but being when you're totally freaking scared and you're out of your mind and you just go for it, we're really going to focus on that today, but just to start, why don't you introduce yourself? Yeah, thank you. So I am Nicole Kramer. Like you said, my business is healthy steps with Nicole and I am a health coach who coaches health coaches, how to sell because my big vision and my big passion for this world is to make it a healthier place. And I realized early on, I had a gift for sales because I come from the corporate world of, world of sales. I had a lot of success there. And what I noticed when I went through my health coaching certification program is a lot of people I graduated with did nothing with their certification. And it started to bother me because I thought these are people that could be helping people get healthier and they're not. And one of the biggest, I guess, gaps between them doing anything with their certification was being comfortable with money mindset and learning how to sell. And yep. I think those were the biggest things that were holding people back. And I thought if I can bridge that gap with what I know about sales and how passionate I am about health, then I can basically create my own little grassroots army to go out and make this world a healthier place. Oh, I have chills. I swear you're like just this amazing human. And I'm so excited that like to be introduced to you and just get to know you better. And we were, when we were chatting, uh, we have similar backgrounds with corporate background, nutrition, all that stuff. You were very successful in the corporate world, um, had reached number one in sales across the country two years in a row. And in, in most people's 
perception, they would go, wow, she has it all, right? She's done it. She's made the money. She's had the success. Can you share, take us back to there, because I know that was kind of your transition to entrepreneurship, but most importantly, into understanding manifestation and how to utilize these amazing tools that we have at our disposal. Tell us a little bit about where you were at and what kind of got you into, you know, learning about, you know, we talked about, we both love Jen. It's since, since sheer, I never said right. Sincero. Yeah, Y'all, uh-huh. can you please school me? Because I say it wrong all the time and I know I'm saying it wrong. Jen Sincero, you yeah. learned about her from a, a friend and went on this whole rabbit hole. But can you take us back to that place you were at in the corporate world, having success when you were like, yeah, the money mindset, I'm not caught up there. There's a disconnect here. Oh, huge disconnect. I was, I, I mean, I was successful. I was having lots of money come in and I was miserable. And what I had done is I, I was a teacher before that for 15 years, I was a high school math teacher. And I had these, this list of things. Once I got this and this and this and this and this, I was going to be happy. One of the things was getting out of debt. One of the things was traveling the world. One of the things was getting a house by the beach, getting a dog, getting a new car, all those things. And I got all those things and I was still miserable. And just like you said, I was at the top of my game. So I should have been at the happiest, best place in my life. And I had people all sharing that with me. Oh my God, you have everything. You did exactly what you said. Aren't you so happy? Aren't you so excited? This is amazing. You're living the life. And inside I was miserable and I could not, it was such a disconnect between who people saw me as and who I felt I was. And I was really unhappy. And around that time I had a friend say, you know, you're one of the most positive people I know. And you've always been so happy. It's hard for me to see you like this. Um, I think you should read this book. It's called you're a badass. And I was like, I just told you I'm miserable and I pretty much want to kill myself. I don't think your book's going to help me. You know, I was resentful and angry and I didn't see that anything could possibly have changed my state, have changed how I felt. I thought that was, I just accepted that was as good as life was going to get. Right. And if that was really as good as it was going to get, God, it's been great. It's been real. I've loved what you've given me so far, but I'm ready to check out this just, you know, and as the universe has it it found its way to put the book, You're a Badass, in my hands because I wasn't going to go buy it that day when she told me about it. I was like, eh, nah, whatever, you know, nothing's going to help me. And the next day I heard somebody talking about it on the news. And then a week after that, I heard two people talking about the book at a cafe. And I was like, what is going on? And I walk into Barnes and Nobles three days later and there's the book front and center as soon as I walk in. And I'm like, all right, universe, fine. So I buy the book. I read it in less than 48 hours. I couldn't believe how amazing it was. And then I was like, maybe I should read another book that was so good. And her next book was You're a Badass at Making Money. So I was like, well, I'll do that one next. I read that one next. And I'll tell the story quickly about my car that I told you. I was so busy telling myself I couldn't afford a new car. I had all kinds of money in the bank. I was number one in the nation. I was driving up to these really nice offices that I was doing business with in a beat up 10-year-old Honda Civic, okay? No problem with a 10-year-old Honda Civic. Like there's no judgment or anything. It just wasn't where I needed to be. But my stories and my limiting beliefs in my mind were telling me that's as good as it was going to get. So I listened to what she said in the book. And I was like, you know, I'm going to go buy myself a new car. And she said, trust that it will show up. Trust that you will be supported. Trust that what you need will be made available to you. So I go and I finance the car and the exact amount, and I don't remember what the amount it was. It was maybe like around 16 or $17,000. It doesn't matter. Anyways, point is the exact amount I had financed it for. I bought it on a Sunday, Saturday morning in my bank, two transactions hit my account. One was for a tax return. One was for a bonus from work. Both of them were a little bit later than what they should have been. They hit my account on the same day and they were in the exact amount that I had financed the car for. And I was like crying, bawling my eyes out going, oh my God, it's like what she said. And, and like, let me just take it back for a second. This is not because 
like it was more about me realizing what was possible right. than it was the money itself. Oh, absolutely. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't like putting whatever, however much money it was. I don't, I don't remember. I could go back and look, but whatever it was, it was more the, oh my God, holy crap. This is how it works. Kind of realization. This is how it works. Yeah. And, and, you know, I started reading books and the other thing in that book, and, and for any of your listeners who haven't read it, please go read your badass. Yes, guys, all of my clients, do. all of my community, I tell them I have read so many wealth consciousness books. I can recommend so many. There's amazing ones out there. To me, that's the most approachable, relatable, consumable. Yes. And um, she, I do audible. Cause I just like to hear her talk. Yes. <laughs> funny. She's got that dry, sarcastic voice. She's so She's fun. Like, yeah, I, I ended up meeting her. And when I met her, I was like, did you know you were so funny before you started writing? <laughs> did you know? Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I, I mean, it was really like, a it, wow, a realization that can happen. That's possible. And so the other thing that happened when I read that book is she talked about a coach. And I know you're a coach and I know a lot of the people that listen to your podcast are coaches. And I didn't know about the coaching world at that time, but I was a health coach. I just didn't know how big and great and grand the, the coaching world was. And here I am reading her book and I'm like, she hired a coach. That's what helped her. I've been an athlete my whole life. I know how much coaches have enhanced my life right. and my experiences. Right. Why would it be any different in business? Yeah. And I started thinking, wow, I need to hire whatever coach she had. And then I turned the page and I saw how much she paid for the coach. And I was like, whoa, okay, hold on. I was like, I'll get there. I'll get there. Okay. If I ever meet that coach, if I ever meet that woman, I'm going to hire her. And that was in February of 2018. And I kept reading books. I kept having all of these things happen. Like I told you, like I was manifesting things out the wazoo, like manifested a trip to go meet Mel Robbins, got bumped up to first class on the way there. Like all these things just kept happening. And then I get an email from Jen Sincero that year. And she said, Hey, I'm coming out with a third book. And I was like, oh, I need to go see this. Like, like she's got a book tour. This is so cool. I read all the stops in the book tour. None of them are coming to California where I live. And I'm like, no way. There's no way Jen Sincero is not coming to California. And that's in August of that year. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to manifest her coming to California. I'm going to figure this out. So in the meantime, that's when I went to go meet Mel Robbins. That was amazing. I come home from that trip and I was like, if I can go meet Mel Robbins and win a trip there, I'm going to manifest Jen Sincero coming to California. A week after I get back from that trip, I get an email from Jen Sincero because I'm on her mailing list. And it says, by the way, I've added one stop to my book tour. I'm like, oh my God, where is it? I open up the email. It's in Manhattan Beach, California, which is where I live. And I'm like, no way, no way. I did it. Crazy. And I celebrate for the first hour after I read the email, <clears throat> I celebrate on my Instagram stories. One of my friends responds to me. She's like, oh my God, you did it. You did exactly what you said you were going to do. You manifested her coming to California. Did you get your ticket yet? And I'm like, oh God, <laughs> ticket, ticket. No, I didn't even click the link when I read that. I was so excited when I read the email that she was coming. I just celebrated. Right. So I clicked the link. It's sold out. I'm like, I would throw up. No. And then I was like, wait a minute. This is not the end. If I give up now, it's the end. But if I keep going, if I believe that this is possible, I'm going to figure out how to get to that, to that talk. So that's in November, December 12th is the talk, December 12th, 2018. And the night of it, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to show up. I'm in sales. I, I, I mean, I just told you guys, I, I had a really great successful career in corporate sales and I know inroads. I know how to talk my way into things. So I was like, I'm just going to show up. So 658, I'm the last person in line. This guy's like, do you have a ticket? And I said, no, but my friend told me that you guys are letting people fill the empty seats. And he goes, oh, hold on. And he walks away for a minute and he comes back. He goes, we have one seat left and the talk's about to start. Come on in. He brings me in. He shows me the seat. I sit down and I am like, again, on my Instagram stories, like celebrating. I did it, you guys. I did it. I did what I told you that I was going to. I'm here. I'm, I talk, 
so I'm all excited. I have no idea what's about to happen. I just think I've won the lottery because I'm about to meet the queen badass, right? Right. She comes out, she does her talk. It's amazing. At the very end, this girl stands up in the very back. She said, I want to know if you still keep in touch with Gina. And I was like, who's Gina? And why is she talking about her? She said, I know you mentioned her in the book. And Jensen Jarrow goes, Gina's a loser. And I was like, why is she talking about Gina? Who's Gina and why is she a loser? But she's looking right at me. And then all of a sudden I realized she goes, for those, it's like, she's reading my mind. She goes, for those of you who don't know who Gina is, she's the coach I mentioned in the book. And like in movies, you see this happen in real life. In that moment, it happened for me that like everything in that second came full circle from what I had read in February in that book to right then I was like, Oh my God, that coach, that, that coach is right behind me. Oh my. And so Jensen Cheryl goes on, she's on stage. She goes, for those of you that don't know, Gina's the coach I mentioned in the book. She and I are still really great friends. She's here tonight. She's right over there. And when she points, I'm like, oh my God. And so when the talk's over, I turn around and I said, who are you? And how do I work with you? Cause I'm very clear. The universe put me in this seat. Yeah. Like there's no doubt in my mind. There's no like, doubt. I yeah. mean, what are the chances? It's uh, one in right. the millions. Yeah. Like I said, this to me is divine intervention. And she got, I didn't know at the time her program was called Divine Living. Her whole business is called Divine Living. Yeah. I said, this is Divine Intervention. She goes, I'm Gina. Who are you? I said, I'm Nicole. And like, from then on, it was like, I mean, it wasn't like I looked at her and said, here, give, let me give you all my money. And we're right. There was still some wealth consciousness and some up-leveling and some hard decisions. But about three weeks after that, I found myself in a hotel room at my first retreat with Gina and my life has not been the same ever since. And I've just continued to work on my wealth consciousness, work on my money mindset. I'm a sales coach. I absolutely love everything that I get to do every single day because every bit of what I'm doing is making this world a healthier place. And it's yeah. so fulfilling and exciting to help women follow their dream. It is. I love that. Amen. That's awesome. So that was about two years ago, right? Yeah, it was. You said 2018 and 2018, so about three years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah, two years ago. Oh my God. Yeah. And is that when the little, okay. So if you guys are listening, um, the yellow one's the first one. And then mm-hmm. I personally recommend read the yellow, then the green. If you're like, yeah. I'm going to read a bunch yeah. of books, but the green one is the money one. And then the blue one is the short one. It's kind of like, just, if you need little bite-sized things, is that the blue one? It's the one that the book tour that was, was on flooding out then. Yes. I remember when that came out and I remember, I remember her talking about her book tour. This is so weird. Like you, crazy. it's like a parallel universe. Yeah. So one of the, one of the things I just actually did a consult with a girl who's looking at, well, a couple of them today that are looking at getting in one, she just wanted to do a discovery call to see how I could help her. I sometimes mm-hmm. offer that on my calendar, but another girl is looking at getting in a program and in both of them, it's, you can clearly tell it's the money mindset. Um, and so what would you say to those listening for themselves to, cause I really truly believe it's never about the money. Just never. like what happened to you with that, that financing that car. I don't think it's ever the money. I think it's the belief or lack of belief in themselves that one, they'll follow through or two, can I really do this? So can you talk a little bit about uh, how you went ahead and invested, you know, investing in coaching as a coach, but also for yourself? Cause it sounds like you're very much on your own personal development, like fast track here. Well, I think that's the biggest piece of it. Like we, it, here's what I love about the industry that we're in the coaching industry. The expectation is that we are always working on ourselves, that we are always up loving life, but like we work in a job where our expectation is that we are always making ourselves better, right. improving ourselves, becoming a better version of ourselves. And I love that. And so that is a big piece of it, making sure that you're working on your money mindset, your wealth consciousness, your personal development, like all the things, you know, your spiritual connection and it's never about the money. You're 100% right. It's never about the money. And, you know, I use this example a lot when I talk um, in my group and I say, 
if right now I said, give me $15,000, you'd be like, for what? Like what? No, but $15,000 is $15,000, right? It's neutral. It doesn't mean anything. But if I asked you for it, you have no reason to give it to me. If I said, I've got a house by the beach that's worth $2 million. And if you can get me $15,000 by tomorrow in less than 24 hours, I'll give you the entire thing. You go to find that $15,000. But right now you'd probably tell me you don't have it. If I were to just ask you if you had $15,000. And so the, the, the value is a big piece of this. You've always got to be selling value because that's what it is. It's not about the money. It's about, does somebody see that that truly is going to change their life or make them a better version of themselves that they're desiring. And it's never about the money. So it's more about the result. It's the result. It's the, do the they, promise that you're making that they'll get or painting the picture for them. It's their belief in your ability to help them. Mm-hmm. It's not even as much about the result. It's about their belief in your ability to help them achieve that result. Got it. You no. Know? And it's like, I, I, I mean, I work with a lot of people who work with weight loss and, you know, there's, I mean, health coaches cover a, a very diverse, you know, range of, of things that they can work with people on. And, you know, I, I use weight loss because it's an easy example, but nobody wants to lose weight just to lose weight. Mm-hmm. Like nobody wants to do burpees and push up. Like they're, that's not what they're signing up for. They're signing up because they have a vision and a belief of a version of themselves that they want to become. And there's a reason for that. Your job is to sell them on the belief that that reason, that that, that, that result that they desire is possible for them. That's yeah. when they'll pull out their credit card. That's awesome. Yeah. A lot of the girls listening are in, I say girls, cause it's mostly moms, yeah. female entrepreneurs, but they're in network marketing. Direct sales is a huge part of my audience. Cause that's how I got into entrepreneurship and it's, it's still a big part of what I do. And so for them, a lot of them are in health and wellness, clean beauty. I've got a lot of girls in clean beauty. Mm-hmm. And so they struggle with like, how did they actually bring up what they do or, and I always say, you've got to ask better questions because no one's going to tell you their problems unless they think you can help them. Right. And so they're not getting to that point and it's getting comfortable of, you know, peeling back the layers a little bit, finding out what's going on and making it about them, you know, cause a lot of times they're like, Oh, and this helped me with this and this and this. And it's like kind of projecting a little bit. So what I hear you saying is, you know, people will, they're, they're evaluating and assessing on whether or not they think that you can actually help them. Yeah. They need to believe that you are the right one, that you are the one that can help them. And that's the selling that belief is selling that value is selling that um, potential that they see in what they can create for themselves. And that's really what it comes down to. And, you know, there's a, like you just mentioned, not making it about you. I mean, there's an element of it that you sharing your story is what makes them believe it. But like you said, it has to be about them and what they want, because I see so many people trying to sell what they think other people need. Mm -hmm. It's not about selling them what you think they need. It's go where you're wanted, not where you're needed. So what do these people want? And then sell them what they want, give them what they need. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like that. I've never heard it said that way. I like that. Sell them what they want and give them what they need. Cause that's the thing too. They're like, Oh my gosh, she needs this. And I'm like, it doesn't matter what they need. You might go, Oh my gosh, you have, you know, a hundred pounds to lose. And you've tried bypass surgery and it didn't work. And you're thinking, Oh my gosh, this, this product could totally help them. They need it. Or they need this side hustle. They're single mom with three kids. They need it. It would change their lives. And it's like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't, it's whether or not you need to find the people who want what you have um, but I love that you said, sell them what they want and give them what they need. And then with the sales process, cause I feel like you're, you've done sales for a long time and you feel really comfortable with it and you're really good at it. Obviously. I, I think that people get scared when they hear the word sales, especially health coaches. Um, because 
the people who come into coaching in any realm are very typically like yellow personalities. Some of them see the money on it, but yellow personalities, they want to help they're big helpers. And so the idea of selling is like, can you, can you share um, advice that you have on how it's actually not selling? It's more offering a solution or relationship marketing. Can you talk a little bit about that? I always say selling is serving. Mm -hmm. Selling is serving. And when you are afraid to sell, when you are letting the word sales or salesiness hold you back, you are making it about you. You're not making it about the people who need your help. You're worrying about your own insecurities, your own fears. And you're like, I don't want to sell. I don't want to feel uncomfortable, but people need you. Right. People need you to put your solutions out there. You've got a solution to a problem that people have, and you are holding yourself back from sharing it with them. You are holding them back from living their best life because you've mm -hmm. got something that can help them step into a new level that they didn't know was possible. So selling is serving. And the other thing is there's so many people that think it's, you know, oh, it's so virtuous to not like take money or to do this for free. But like, here's the thing. And this is a big, if you want to get better at sales, you up-level your wealth consciousness. If you want to get better at sales, you start yes. reading wealth consciousness books stat. Because until you up-level your wealth consciousness, you aren't going to have that capacity. You're not going to have it in you to understand that selling your services is helping the world in so many ways. Not only because it's helping the people that are buying them from you, but it's helping you as you make more money, you up-level yourself. And when you become a better version of yourself, the whole world benefits. A rising yeah. tide raises all ships. And your obligation is to make money because you're a good person. And what do good people do with money? They do more good for the world. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So whose hands should the money be in? The good people of the world that have right. health visions and passions for other people that, that have good things that they want to do in this world. They're the ones we need to have the money in their hands. We can't afford to not be making money because we're too good of people and we have too many good things to offer this world. And the best way we can make that happen is by having money. Drop the mic, y'all. <laughs> hey, girl, I love it. So the wealth consciousness, I haven't heard that term used very much, but you've said it a couple of times and I love it. I feel like it's so beautiful, you know, and um, Jen was hands down. It was funny. I actually, when I got into network marketing, I really struggled. I made, you know, a couple thousand dollars and then nothing because more market was gone. And I had a friend that she'd been in the industry for a few years and had built a huge team. I mean, she was one of the top people in our company and she used to be my, actually one of my sales reps when I did Cutco Cutlery Knives. So she said, oh my gosh, I saw that you're selling, you know, you're, you're doing network marketing. I'm so excited for you. And I said, yes, but I'm going to quit because this isn't working. And, and I said, what should I do? What she goes, read some books. And then the first one she gave me was Jen Sincero's <laughs> book. Yeah. And that's what I read. I got same thing happened. Yellow book, green book. The blue book wasn't out yet because it was in 2017. But my point in saying that is I started learning like Denise DT. I started learning about abundance yep. and I started learning about the story. I mean, I grew up where money doesn't grow on trees. And honestly, all my programming was that because my whole family was, didn't have money. It was bad to have money. It was perceived that you were more money, more problems. Yeah. More money, yeah. more problems. And the yeah. people who had money, they were different. Like yeah. we sat in the back of the church, like we weren't dressed nicely. Like I don't know. There was just this whole perception I grew up with. They made and so, investments or they yes. had inheritances or yes. they, there's always a reason for why they, it was a reason. Us. Yes. They and us. They and us. And yep. even as I started like making money, I spent it all. Like yep. I was self-sabotaging like a crazy person. I mean, there was no more. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yep. oh, it's crazy. I like, I was talking to my therapist, she's on speed dial. And I was like, I made $250,000 and I have nothing to show for it. And she goes, 
it's a pattern. She goes, look what you're doing. Let's, let's go back. What, what's the thoughts? And I'm like, I'm so, I'm so worried. I, I'm, I'm, it's going to go away. And then when I have it, I spend it all. It's like, I'm crazy, like possessed. (laughs) So I had to do a lot of work on really being aware. Like I, I thought everyone in my neighborhood, like in our town would be like, oh my gosh, she's driving a white, you know, nice Lexus SUV. Gosh, her, her husband must be, have a really great job. And I was embarrassed. And then I thought, no, I should be proud of this. I paid cash for this. I earned this. I am not, you know, and that's okay. If someone's spending her husband's money, that's okay too. So there's all of these things I had to go through, but I feel like people don't, I feel like they just keep going along. And it's like these books and these tools and the wealth consciousness. So am I, am I close? Is that what wealth consciousness is? I mean, it's, it's, it, you mentioned abundance. It's the idea of abundance and that money is available to you for you to live the life that you are here to live Hmm. and anything you need ask and it is given anything you need. It is offered to you. And, and, you know, we get so heady if I can use it in our heads, Mm -hmm. we've kinked the hose. Yes. And we our ego takes control and we think we need to make it all happen and we need to push and shove and, you know, but like, this is a co-creation. Right. And the toughest part is, is that yes, you're a part of it, but you have to allow Mm -hmm. and be willing to receive what's coming to you as well. And also be okay with letting go of the notion that it doesn't need to happen the way your brain thinks. Amen. Mm -hmm. Right. Like some of the best surprises and the most amazing things in my life have come because I released and let go and allowed the universe to show me how it saw it was able to happen, you know? Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. And it, you know, even like, here's a silly example and it doesn't have anything to do with wealth consciousness, but it helps me with that. I have my dog, Cassie. I've had her for a couple of years. When I was first picking out a dog, I wanted a different color dog and I wanted a boy. And when I saw, and I also wanted to rescue a dog if I could, you know, I was like, I want all the things. Right. Yeah. And I was looking on all these rescue places and I saw her and I was like, oh, she's so cute. She's a boxer puppy. That's, I, I would love to have a puppy, but she's a girl. I don't want her. And my friend was like, well, at least go visit her. And, and so I went and visited at the foster home where she was. And she was the sweetest thing. And she was so cute. And we left there. And my friend was like, what do you think? And I was like, yeah, she was really sweet, but I want a boy. And he's like, but she's an amazing dog and she's a puppy and she's so beautiful. And I was like, I didn't want Brindle. Da, 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 da. And then I was like, you know, let me just try her for three days. Cause they let you like have her for a couple of days, make sure it's a good fit. They brought her over. And I was like, you know what? She's the sweetest thing. I'm going to keep her. She's my... And now I look at her and I'm like, if I let my head, my brain make a decision that I was so set on, instead of being open to receive what the universe had for me, I would have missed out on this amazing being that absolutely 100% is meant for my life. And I do that every single day of my life to remind me, I don't always know the answers because by the way, I'm at this level. The universe is at a totally different level. And we really see things in a different way. We've got to be willing to up-level ourselves, but also trust that the universe sees things that we we don't, we can't. Oh, right. It's like, how can we? Yeah. It's like, ask like, this is what I want or something better, you know, kind of being open. There's this girl that just um, finished one of my group coaching programs. She's one of those people that like ran with it. Like she actually was like, I can't do it right now. Cause her team exploded. Okay. And I was like, take a minute. Right. So it explodes. And then she comes to me and she's like, I'm tapped out with what I'm learning from my upline. What can I get my hands on? And she'd already read all the books. So I had this other one, um, your wish is your command. <clears throat> Kevin Trudeau has this like 14 part CDs. If there's even CDs anywhere, I was like, I don't even know if you can buy it anymore. I go, but girl, I've, I've blown through that like six times. So she goes through it. It's probably, oh gosh, it's probably 15 hours of content. Okay. She blows through it and she goes, okay, what's next? Just randomly messaging me. 
a week later, she goes, my husband just sent this to me and said, oh my gosh, this stuff works. They got a random check for $17,000 for no reason. They're like, we don't even know where this money came from. We weren't expecting it. And our husbands bought into it. And I was like, just being open. She was so hungry. She was, she's like, the door is open, right? It's like, like you said, the, the hose, no, she's turning it on full blast. I mean, she's so open to like, what can it be? And it just goes to show, I mean, I just met her. I mean, she's been following me for a while, but she got into our program this year. This is all new to her. And she just got $17,000 out of nowhere, which is so amazing. So for those listening, they're going to want to know more about you. And I know you do health coaching, but you also help people with sales and you know, I am business coaching, coach, right? But I, yeah. My business is as a sales coach, which gets me so like, I'm so fortunate that I get to stay in the health coaching world. So I don't practice as a health coach, but I love being in that world because I am super passionate about health. Right. Okay, cool. So same here. So do you have any um, great resources you put together or where's the best way? You've mentioned Instagram a couple of times. We'll put it in the show notes, but where's the best way for people to connect with you? Yeah. My Facebook group is I do four nights a week of a live talk show. Awesome. Yeah. And it's called Nicole Sales Superstars. And I'm also on Instagram at healthy steps with Nicole. And then my personal Facebook is just Nicole Kramer. Okay. And I have a couple of different resources. One of the ones that I have been um, really enjoying lately, and I know people have loved it is five places to find clients. Okay. Ooh, that would be great. So yeah. So I will definitely get you the link for that. So we can put that in the show notes because I know that's where it's like the number one question I'm sure you get as well. That yes. where do I find my clients? And just a quick little note on that. You want to make sure your clients can find you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This isn't about you searching. This is about like, if I said right now, let's go fishing. Well, we're not going to go sit in my driveway. Right. Right. We're going to mm-hmm. go put ourselves in the right place and put the bait out there, but then the fish are going to come find you. Yes. And so ultimately, you know, be the lighthouse. So, but I do, there's a lot of different places. I have a, um, like I said, I have the PDF that has five places. And then I do this training on 30 places to find your ideal client. So, you know, there, there's a lot of strategy, I guess, that you could get into, but ultimately it's more about, are you showing up? Are you being consistent? Are you giving your people a place to find you? Okay. Yeah. That'll be really helpful to them. I know that they would get a lot of value out of that. Okay. So we'll include it below and then you can request access into her Facebook group. And then what I want you guys to do is I want you to take a picture of you listening to this podcast, take a screenshot, put it in your stories and tag me at the gold digger girl, G O A L and tag Nicole at healthy steps with Nicole on Instagram, tag both of us and I'll give you a shout out. And then Nicole obviously can connect with you and thank you for listening. Um, and Nicole, thank you for being on here. Like I said, I think this is just a, a preview of us doing something together bigger. Cause I can, just see us. I don't know. I can just see us being together in some capacity that's bigger than this. So I'm so honored to have you on and I'm, you're such an inspiration with your stories and I just know like there's more and more to come. So (laughs) cheers to like an amazing future. Thank you so much for having me on. I look forward to all the good stuff that's coming in our future. I know you're going to be on my podcast soon. It's just so great to meet and network and be a part of your world. So thank you. You're so welcome. And thank you all for listening so much until next time, get lit in your business and set your soul on fire. This episode was brought to you by The Gold Digger Girl, the program that teaches you how to build the six-figure foundation for your business. If you want support from an experienced coach that's become a self-made millionaire, recently recognized as the number two recruiter globally in her network marketing company, she's helped countless others scale their online business and create simple systems that duplicate, 
all you have to do is email support over at the Gold Digger Girl. You'll see the option in the menu tab so we can find out best how to support you on your entrepreneurial journey.